Welcome to Bookie Brook and the Boys. I'm Brandon Shanahan, joined, of course, with Bookie Brook himself, Tyler Sprinkle here as always, and special guest, Luke Doyle. Luke, how's it going? Thanks for hopping on again. Thanks for having me. I was kind of worried that um, the last time that you were on that, we had uh, injected too much optimism into you, and that uh, <laughs> after being vastly disappointed by the Minnesota game, you wouldn't want to come back on. So I appreciate you giving us another shot. You know, it's, I was a bit let down, but... We'll bounce back. We're 500 again. <clears throat> yep. Or 500. So first, uh, kind of jumping into to the to the book this week. Um, lots of uh, peaks and valleys from, from last week, to say the least here. Um, Brooks lead diminished a little bit. Tyler finally had it at an outstanding week. So overall, not uh, not a horrible week. We've had some disastrous weeks. So, I mean, even though Brooke and I, not so great, um, a little bit... Uh, higher of a floor than the previous weeks before. And other than that, you know, still pretty close. Um, let's see. I'm looking at some bad beats here. Oregon certainly looked like they were on pace for more than 45 points. Um, and then they kind of took their foot off the gas pedal. They didn't throw another passing touchdown in the third quarter. So I lost that one, but overall Tyler, great, great week. Yeah. Do you guys see the, the losers on, ESPN, Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, I think it was Michael Irvin. There was a bunch of them that were saying Colorado was, or Oregon was running it up against Colorado. It was 42 to six. In what world is that running it up? And were they not already at 35 points by halftime? Yeah. I was like, do you think Dion would take the foot off the gas at that point? Because I don't think so. Not even a little bit. I mean, I think I know Michael Irvin for sure. I don't know about Keyshawn. Um, I mean, he was definitely on the sidelines for Colorado in a couple games, so maybe that has something to do with it, a little bias there. But um, oh well, they lost. We don't even have to talk about them anymore. So, that's well, I mean, that's me. exactly why I want to keep talking about them is how bad they looked against a competent football team. And obviously Keyshawn's got, got an agenda that he's pushing. Also not a coincidence that the guy who uh, ESPN paid $10 million to not be on their show um, <laughs> has bad takes. I'm not too shocked by that. Uh, but yeah, I also heard that they were bashing Oregon because they were collaborating with other coaches as far as how to beat Colorado. Like what? They didn't, it, yeah. Like, they didn't, they do anything complicated. Like, oh, it, everyone against Colorado. Everybody, yeah. Apparently, everybody's yeah. coming out of the woodwork with their conspiracy theories. That's interesting. Yeah, no one, no one is for Colorado. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, poor, poor them, just playing the victim card. But excited to see USC put up a thousand yards on them this week if they want it. Uh, outstanding stuff here. Um, certainly have some some opinions about that game as we kind of get into our. Uh, our lab here, but NFL season now in full swing. I feel like now we're finally starting to get to the point where you know, I have a good beat on how some of these teams are, are looking, obviously picking the Broncos who went outright last week, didn't have a good beat on anything regarding the NFL, but you couldn't have been further from what actually happened. I don't think, I mean, that was 51 points off from, from, from cash. Yeah. So not, uh, not some great stuff, here, but, <laughs> but Thursday night Packers, um, hosting Green Bay or hosting Detroit's a one and a half point dog at home. That one's pretty interesting to me. Atlanta and Jacksonville, three point spread. Same thing with Miami Buffalo. Same thing with Pittsburgh and Houston. Pretty close to a pick em for the Rams and Colts. Uh, one of the uglier games of the week, Minnesota and Carolina, four point spread there in favor of um, 
in favor of uh, Kirk Cousins. Tampa Bay and New Orleans, three-point spread there. Eight-and-a-half point spread for the Eagles at home against the Commanders. They might be the ugliest football game that we've seen since um, wow, the, the Broncos the last bowl. year. Yeah, lose Broncos, lose, lose Broncos, yeah. lose. Give me I, Caleb I, Williams. This is the Caleb I'm Williams bowl it. here. It's outstanding Jeez. stuff. Three and a half point spread there. Two and a half points. Uh, Baltimore at Cleveland. Two and a half for Cincinnati, Tennessee. Five and a half. Las Vegas and the Chargers. Six and a half for New England and Dallas. Fourteen oh. point spread between the Niners and the Cardinals. Um, <laughs> boy, I mean, Josh Dobbs looked good. But but nine and a half point dogs that the Jets are at home against Kansas City. Then we finish things up uh, Monday night here. The Giants hosting the Seahawks. One and a half point spread there. Um, any of these spreads just jumping out to you as concerning, surprising, outrageous? I mean, the Broncos were favorites. Yep, yeah. three and a half points. I don't think they should be on the playing. road. Three and a half points to anybody at any yeah. <laughs> That game should be a pick'em. I mean, the offense for the Broncos looks competent again, but the team is so bad as a whole. Like, there's no way that they can withhold a three point, four point, seven point lead against anybody. Yeah, if there's going to be like a Justin Fields legacy game, it's it's going to be this week here. I hope so. I would rather have a. Bears minus six ticket than a Broncos minus three ticket. That's <laughs> just how bad they are. Oof. Yeah, I mean, Brooke that is one. coming out with some hateful stuff today. I love it. I mean, I feel like he's got a, a secret agenda. I mean, I there. sat there and watched every play of that 70 to 20 beatdown. You think I, I didn't? Yeah. <laughs> I was there as a true fan I mean, watching them get dismantled. I, I, I think Georgia would probably beat them in their current state right now. If I'm being damn, I mean, uh, I, I guess we do have Justin Simmons back. We have Justin Simmons back, so that's not nothing. That's That's not not nothing, and that'll make a twenty point difference. So now we're only (laughs) yeah, yeah. Oh man, I mean, just what a what a disaster that was. But but this kind of feels like a a situation where it's like, yeah, I I don't think the Broncos should be favored, especially on the road. It's like what. What do they know that I don't? What What do they see that I don't? I mean, let's be honest. The Bears look bad, too. So, I mean, there's no... Like I said, it should be a pick em instead of a... There's a favor in the game because they're both so bad. So, what are you missing? Probably nothing. Yeah. I mean, overall, that's... I... As somebody who sat through each and every Denver Broncos game last year when they played the Colts and the 49ers and that ugly game against the Chargers, this um, just feels like a like torture a little bit. So I'm they not, were two and one though. They were two and one. And what was uh I was told that the most embarrassing coaching job in NFL history, which at those comments don't look very good at the moment. I I just don't understand. It's one thing that their defense is struggling right now, but Russ still is – you you should put up more than 20 points on the Miami Dolphins defense. If hey, let's play. not forget the stat lines for Patrick Mahomes and uh, Russell Wilson are eerily similar. But one won by 30 and one lost by 50. So. Well, that's – that's yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, it, n- none well, of it's good. Yeah. There's no – there's no, um, there's no bright side here. It's all bad. Uh, 
but and moving on from 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 that disgusting game um with how competent the cardinals looked giving them 14 points against the niners feels like a lot not that i think they're going to beat the niners on the road but that one certainly jumped out to me as that's a lot of points to give up i actually love that spread it just feels like the wheels are going to fall off for the Cardinals at some point because there's no way Josh Dobbs should be winning NFL football games against some of the teams they're playing against. Like That's Dallas also- looked like a juggernaut the first two weeks and then lay a clunker down in Arizona. That was interesting to see. That's to be expected, I feel like, from the, the old Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, that's feel like- you know, like their role in that. Um, I did see somebody throw out a trade on TikTok. Uh, the Cardinals trading Josh Dobbs for Desmond Ritter because Josh Dobbs actually looks competent. So the Falcons could use him as a competent quarterback. And then the Cardinals get Desmond Ritter in, in order to tank. What a waste um, of a pick. By the I, I saw a projected trade today. Um, it was Raheem Moster and Dalton Schultz for uh, George Kittle. How good of a trade is that? <laughs> I know you're not on Facebook in the group chat, but people are bitching about that. For what? They said it's a lopsided trade. There's collusion, collusion written yeah. all over it. <laughs> L- L- lopsided for who? For you. Trevor. No, for you. Whoever's you guys can't uh, even figure it out. Moster. You guys are you're getting Mo- Moster, no, right? He's getting Greg Kittle. George yeah. Kittle. Who are you getting? I'm getting George Kittle. He gets, he's getting the best running back in fantasy football right oh, now. Oh, yeah. So they think he's getting the benefit. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I, I miss oh, yeah, credit. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm good with that. Yeah. Good. Whatever. Give me a tight end. <sighs> Outstanding trade. I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Well, that. it's looking like <laughs> Jonathan Taylor is going to go to the Dolphins here soon. So that might be. Well, and they're getting Jeff. I mean, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, if Trevor does this, I don't want him to feel too bad, but. Jeff Wilson's coming back. The Dolphins obviously wanted to get uh, Devon A-Chain involved more than the previous two weeks. Granted, they both just went for, you know, 150 yards, so yeah. they both got to eat. Um, it's pretty easy then, for those boys out there on Sunday. Yeah. For me, it felt like such a good uh, sell-high, buy-low, buy-low trade. Considering that's I've what I told whopping, him. Yeah. I told him that, but he's like, oh, too late. Already, already accepted it. I'm like, all right. Well, and I was trying to talk him off the edge because – he doesn't have any running backs. I'm like, even, no, he doesn't. Granted, he's not going to get to play against the Broncos every week. So he's going to come down to earth a little bit. But yeah. even then, cut his points by 70%, and he's still going to be Trevor's RB1. So I think he's coming out in a better spot, anyways. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad of a trade. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have made it, but it's not that bad of a trade. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. But people are being yeah. babies about it. God, they man. are real upset. Well, if they're well, then what possible trade in fantasy could go on? Like, I they said, I Oh, you're trading the number one fantasy running back for a boomer bust tight end, yeah. But no tight ends, unless you have Travis Kelsey, are any good, anyways. If yeah, you have an abundance had... of running backs, you at least get the chance to have somebody good, yeah. Because all I had was a bust tight end, yeah. I mean, I would like a little bit of the boom, and I still have Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, and Javante Williams. So I, yeah, I feel fine with my RB room. Yeah, yeah get rid of this 
31 year old Facebook and write this in. Yeah, I got it. I got to get, I'll get back on there. I'm having to defend you. And it was weird. It was weird that it didn't ask either of us to like push the trade through. It just automatically got accepted, which was weird. Well, I got an email saying that I could, I I don't know why I got the email, but I got an email (laughs) saying that you could vote on it. He got it. Why? Why do you? Oh, neither of us got one. That was weird. Yeah, Anyways, I'll, back to betting. <laughs> outstanding nice little sidetrack there. Yeah. yeah. Outstanding stuff. I mean, I'm 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 pretty happy with the trades. So I'll talk about it all day if we need to. Um, any of these other lines <laughs> jumping out to you on uh, on Sunday? I think the the nine and a half points to Kansas City is it might be too low because the Jets might not score. Like That's the Kansas true. City defense looks so good. Yeah, the Jets' defense is really good too, but it's Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey still. I think nine and a half might be too low. Yeah, I mean they they could cover that pretty easily with even twenty points. Yeah, which, which feels good. Good place to be. Bookie Brook, what's your gut here? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say so far in advance. I really do like the Bills just because everybody is going to be so high on the Dolphins. That or you just blindly take the over there because both offenses can put up points in a hurry. Um, I do love the over in a Thursday night game. And today on Twitter, I saw some about the crew that's refing the game. Like their average for every game they've done is like 55 points and overs are hitting at like a 75% clip. So. Maybe that's the move there. So, yeah, that's not a bad place to be. Well, perfect. I also noticed here, um, as we go to college football, um, Colorado still has their own tab, which is crazy it's to me. Wild. I mean, they're really trying to, to soak this in as uh, as much as possible. They have a Pac-12 championship game winner. They don't even have Colorado in the top six, but still in the. Like if you want to call it a Pac-12 tab, call it a Pac-12 tab. Yeah. But just kind of look, looking at these, 21.5-point dog to USC. Um, that's certainly not nothing. Um, over 5.5 wins here. That still kind of feels like, like they're kind of poking you to, to take the over. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I, I think they're going to pretty solidly get to 6 at looking at their remaining schedule. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but they yeah, definitely I mean, have the talent to do so. Yeah. Are they at three? Yeah, they're already they're at three. three. Yeah. Oh, they'll get three more. Well, the well, one of the games that I had circled for for them, Washington State, they look a lot better than I thought. Um, UCLA will probably be a toss up here. Um, they play Stanford, which I mean, we'll chalk that up as a win. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of there's not an easy path to get to um damn to get to six there so i mean th- there's still yeah. not a 100% chance that they make a bowl game which is crazy for all the uh, excitement that they've drawn up yeah and i, I think they'll do it uh, i don't want to switch gears i just saw that we flipped a commit i know this is the betting show but we still are a nebraska podcast so we just flipped a commit from pit a three-star tight end that's six seven. Oh, yeah, I saw some some juice 
go going on about a about a flip. Yeah. I didn't know it was actually out yet. Yeah, just it just dropped like 15 minutes ago. Oh, let's go. Yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt, but I just figured I'd let you guys know. Tight end you brewing in uh in middle America. As long as we keep them away from vape shops, I think we'll do all right. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it didn't feels like such a low bar at that rate, but Nonetheless, lots of good stuff going on here, college football-wise. Um, top 25 here, kind of skimming through here. Texas is 16.5-point favorite against Bugaboo, Kansas. Um, ranked Florida, um, dogs on the road against Kentucky. Let's see here. LSU, 2.5-point favorites on the road in Oxford. Oklahoma, 20-point favorites. Notre Dame expected to bounce back against Duke on on the road. We saw how well that, that worked out for Clemson earlier this year. That was a pretty similar spread. Yeah, uh, I know Duke. Uh, Brooke is really high on Duke, so I'm, I'm very interested to watch that game. I don't know yeah, if Duke will not, win that game, but yeah. I'm pretty confident it'll be close. I don't think yeah. Notre Dame will run away with it by any means. Well, maybe if they play with 11 people, they might – have a better show <laughs> <laughs> either way if they could let me know what they plan on doing so yeah. I that accordingly that would be fun so when you found out that they only had 10 players on the field for those last two plays how did that make you feel i was like you gotta be kidding me how <laughs> one coach did not notice that is and then I'm, i don't remember the exact quote but i'm pretty sure marcus freeman had just a wild quote about having 10 guys out there. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was some. Was it two plays that they only had 10 yeah. guys out there? The last two. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, he said he didn't want to was send someone out there. Yes. Yeah. 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 Line. Did they oh, have hey. a timeout? I thought they did. They did. I, I, they Why did. would I you did. not call timeout? There's 10 seconds left in the game. They, they were not going to notice. I have no idea. Well, and he mentioned that he didn't want to give up, you know, send someone out there throwing a, a penalty, but you're on the one yard line. That's 18 inches worth of a penalty to get a whole defender out there, especially on the yeah, defensive line. Point. Like he's, it's one thing like if a, a safety is, is not there in a goal line setting, but the fact that it, it's, a, it's a defensive lineman on the one yard line. Like, he he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> What's even crazier about that whole thing was Notre Dame had a guy off the edge go unblocked and yeah. missed the tackle in the hole. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I guess that guy feels bad about that. Whoever was supposed to be yeah. out there. Just like, oh, man, that's it. That's Damn. exactly where I was. What supposed. a horrible time. But also, I feel like that's more so the coaches should feel horrible not calling yeah. a timeout in that situation. It's like, yeah, in, seriously. You know, Ohio State's running the ball there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and then not even just with with how you coach up your team to get prepared. Like if you, I'd imagine like a super well coached, well dialed in team. Even like a linebacker, if you're out there thinking like, "Hey, there's usually somebody in front of me, isn't there? Maybe I should bring that to somebody's attention." <laughs> and and I, I saw somebody retweet they had the same kind of thing happen where they had ten defenders on the field in one of their previous games too. So, I mean, obviously not as dire of a situation. Maybe that's a play call. Maybe that was just a play call. I mean, that would make me feel a lot better about it as it feels like, you know what? <laughs> we just thought that we were better with 10 players than, uh, than they were with 11. And, you Tough. know, I, I would have respected that a lot more. But it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, that's an interesting spot because Duke, I mean, they're not going to be – they're not going to make it easy on anybody. 
And no. that's, a, that's a tough bounce back game. Spencer Another one that Lattler. stands out to me is that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, 12 and a half is, is kind of a lot for a game that I think South Carolina will win. Yeah. I mean, typically if you just go with the, the better quarterback here, you, I mean, I'll eat up a couple of touchdowns for that. Yeah. I like the over there. It was a shootout last year. Wasn't yeah, it? What was it? 38 to something, I think I saw. 38 to Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. And just a real classic SEC slugfest because they play such good defense down, yeah. down oh. south. They don't. They really don't. They don't. They just have bad quarterbacks, so they look good. I mean, I've, I've spewed enough anti-SEC propaganda here this year. Um, but yeah, they, they don't play good defense down there. Don't Brandon, for really all the people place. that came at you on Twitter yeah. about your Mississippi three. State prediction, you may have been giving them too much credit, dude. It's <laughs> it'll be October, and I haven't missed a single Mississippi State game. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, outstanding stuff. And and there's a couple of games. Arkansas looks a little bit better after playing LSU. Um, and I, I went, I re-went through the schedule on, on on our Sunday show, and I was like, "There's still not a single team here who I feel is head and shoulders better than Mississippi." There was a couple of pick'em games that I didn't give Mississippi State the benefit of the doubt to, but yeah, they're not they're not very good. They are no. Not. So I mean, I I I I have some receipts if if it continues to, to trend this way, <laughs> I, I will absolutely that. be used. I love that. But nonetheless, uh, I mean. 14 and a half points doesn't seem like like very many. Okay, the game at the very bottom of the screen there. Dude, give me Washington it. all day. Give them give me Washington by 30. So, I am actually going to go the other way. Arizona is 3 really? and 1. They're at home. Their only loss was to Mississippi State in overtime. Washington has a ranked matchup against Oregon next weekend, so that's Definite a big one. look ahead spot. I don't think Arizona like scares them enough, but I think 18 or 17 and a half is too many for me. That is a lot. Washington of might be the best team in the country right now. I mean, I don't have much argument against that. I guess time will tell. But yes. yeah, I mean that's a that's a good spot there, especially look look ahead game because that Oregon games, I mean that's a real I mean that's that's part of your season there. Well, perfect. We'll kind of get into to, to our picks here for week five. Lots of uh, good stuff here. Also, um, kind of divvied out some of the uh, season total results. Uh, Tyler's money isn't correct here, but he's still comfortably in second place. Heck Brooke's yeah. still in first place in the green. 12 and 8, um, 9 and 11 for both me and Tyler. Yeah, I, Brooke, I, I, killing I, it. I have to preface, we don't think 9-11 is cool, but that's just how the numbers play out. I'm sorry, I apologize in advance. 9-11, not cool, but that's where we're at. Um, I do think that it's it's pretty disparaging how Brooke has picked three more winners than I have, and it's more than $3,000 difference. That's why I was all for us putting just our overall record on there, just so people don't see those numbers and go crazy. But I mean, outstanding stuff. But I mean, seven hundred twenty-five dollars at, at this stage in the game feels like a just feels like a, a jackpot. And it should be more. But that Notre Dame giving up a touchdown with three seconds left. Dude. I mean, was a tough tough way to lose my most confident bet. 
tough stuff here, but we got a got a whole clean slate here. So we we, we got some winners coming up. Um, who wants to go first? Hundred dollar bet. How are we feeling? Make Tyler go first. Yeah. Okay. So my hundred dollar bet is going to be Utah plus three on Friday night. Utah plus three. You know they still might not have Cam Rising. That's all right. They don't need him. Crazy. I mean, that's a that's a bold move. Didn't you just have Washington State or who do they play? Oregon State. Oregon State. Didn't you just yeah. have Oregon State in your top ten like two weeks ago? I did. What happened to that? <laughs> it's a week by week basis for me, Brandon. All right, all right. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I guess. What have you right. done for me lately? And they haven't done shit. You know, I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and, and just fade that one. I'll, I'll get you me Oregon oh. State. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Let's, uh, that was so immediate. <laughs> I love that. Listen, Brandon, I'm in second place now, baby. I mean, watch oh. out trying to fade me. <laughs> Not a bad place to be. <laughs> Jesus. Um, for my $100 pick, I'm going to go Syracuse plus seven. Ooh. I just... I don't think Clemson is that good. I think Syracuse can put up some points. They got experience all over the board. And Syracuse is at home. Give me the seven. I mean, I hate Syracuse, but I also think that after already being at this point with two losses in the season, if I'm Clemson, what are we playing for now? I mean, what you need all these chips to fall. To be in. Need all these chips to fall yeah. just to just to make <laughs> make the conference championship game. You're not making the playoff anymore. I, yeah, there's just nothing to play for. So I, I I don't like Syracuse, but I do hate Clemson now. I, I think they're close. <laughs> sure. All right, for my hundred dollar pick, I agree with everything you guys were saying or that Brooke was saying about the Bears Broncos game. I don't think either are tanking. I think they'll give it their all. And they'll still be that bad, and the Broncos will still be worse. So there's money on. Oh Love man, that. that's not a bad place to be. Honestly, I oh, might have to get might might have to throw in an emotional hedge there. <laughs> Although I guess at this point I, I would be happier if they lost. You get the driver's yeah. seat to, to the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. That's where I'm at. I just wish that Caleb Williams could play defense too. <laughs> I was gonna say you guys are thinking oh, about the me, wrong thing. I they don't need give guys a that damn. Tackle. Just give me I something give to be excited about. I know that we're not gonna be good for the next for indefinitely. I understand that. Just give me something to be excited about. Now you can get those guys in the second, third, fourth round. Give me Caleb Williams, generational talent back there. Back up Russ for a couple years. Learn how things go. Jesus. What's Russ gonna do? We're back him? to the promised land. Well, he's going to teach him how to prepare, at least, hopefully. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Um, Funny enough, though, <laughs> I do want some action in that game as well. Um, Give me the under 46 and a half in that game. After they just gave up 70? Yeah. All right. Sure. Outstanding stuff. 
I hear a lot of peanut gallery over the book. <laughs> Whoa. Let's see here. So I, mean, I just don't understand how you. <laughs> Justin Simmons is back. Justin Fields is not good. Neither are the Broncos. So just give me him. Give me the under. Brother, they just they just had 90 points in a game. And you think it's they're going to stay under half of that? Yep. All right. I mean, I don't hate it. Because, I mean, it's not like you have Hemoster, Devon A-Chain, and Tyree It's Hill, like it's my $500 bet, dude. No, I'm just – we'll put a pin in that one. One of us is going to yeah. look like a jackass next week. Yep. And it's <laughs> not going to be me. <laughs> I was going to say it'll probably be me. <laughs> we'll see. Let's see here. For my $200 pack, give me USC plus two twenty-one and a half. Whether they, they get there or not, or minus twenty one and a half, I would that, that would be too easy. But um I think that that's gonna be solely up to them whether or not they, they want to hit that or not. Um and I'd like to think that you know, with all the attention going to Colorado, seeing how much fun that uh that Oregon had last week that they'd want to get in on that a little bit there. So so yeah, you, give me the, the Trojans here. Um, I already alluded to mine earlier and gave my reasoning for it, but give me Arizona plus the points. And then mine for 200 is, so this team is new to the Big 12, lost their opener, but now they're at home playing Baylor. So I think they'll be pretty motivated there to win their first Big 12 game. So Central Florida, 11 and a half. Is that really what the point spread is for that game? Yeah. Yes. Man, I mean, I know Baylor was bad. I didn't know it was like that. I mean, UCF gave Kansas, uh, Kansas State, pretty a uh, pretty good fight up until the end there, um, up until like the fourth quarter they were in the game. So I don't, I don't dislike that pick at all. That was eleven and a half. Yeah. All right, three hundred dollars selection. Where are we going, fellas? For my $300 selection, give me Kansas 16, plus 16 and a half against Texas. I think Kansas is way better than uh, not covering a 16 and a half point spread. Texas is a good team. Um, do I think Kansas is going to win? No, but they have an opportunity to win, show the firepower that they offer. And I think their defense is pretty solid. Um, so give me, yeah, Kansas plus 16 and a half. I'll, I'll I'll get in on that. I think Texas is by far going to be the best defense that Kansas has seen, and I think that um, Texas's defense has played very solid o- over over the last few weeks. Give me Texas minus sixteen and a half. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> no way. I love this. I'm here for it. I'm going back to the well, even though I got burned on this last weekend. Whatever USC's team total is, give it to me. The over. I like it. It's a good place to be. Look, there's a Colorado tab right here that I can just jump right to. (laughs) (laughs) Mine for uh, 300 is going to be going with a, a dog's money line. So... I'm a little bit biased here, but Louisiana over Minnesota money line. Dang. Like that one. Minnesota not good, confirmed. 
Yeah, I mean, giving up a 10-point lead to Northwestern is a tough place to be. Oh, and I think Louisiana is better than Northwestern, so maybe just better than Minnesota. Let's see. Have we all gotten our $300 bets in there? I'll go first this way. It doesn't look like I'm just trying to fade Tyler the whole time. Sure. Um, Give me Nebraska and, and, and their points here. I have the, the strong feeling in my gut that 17 points is not enough for Michigan, 17 and a half, evidently. Um, and usually I when, when my gut feels so strong about something, um, it's wrong. So I'm going to fade myself here. Give me Nebraska plus the 17 and a half. You're just a fade machine today, aren't you, buddy? No, don't tell me you're taking Michigan here. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because I'm fading me now. Yeah. I yes. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, obviously, everything that I've done so far at this point has not worked. So we're just <laughs> yeah. Brandon, Brandon will try anything if it gets him some wins. <laughs> um, for my pick, give me Texans money line. I think that the Steelers are starting to come around, but the Texans look like a really good, like young team. They look like they're having a lot of fun out there, whereas the Steelers look like they're kind of laboring for every single point every single play especially if Najee Harris gets more than 10 carries give me the Texans money line all day well I mean it seems like if you had Najee Harris on your fantasy team you wouldn't be trading your tight end for a, for <laughs> a good running back so I don't know if, I, if I'm buying into him too much here he stinks but... he's like so slow and he doesn't know where the hole is anymore like, I don't know what happened to him he was not this slow last year no way yeah there's there's something going on here all right, my 400, uh, you guys both picked this one earlier as your 100. Well, you went against each other, but my 400 is Oregon State minus three. <laughs> like they finally get their, uh, you know, they're at home. Utah's kind of been hanging on by a thread, I feel like. Like they're solid, but playing without their quarterback is tough, and now they're going on the road to Oregon State. So I like Oregon State to finally live up to some hype there. Yeah, and that's but Utah solid. Yeah, I I think and if Cam Rising had come back last week, I I'm taking Utah and whatever amount of points that they're gonna be favored by. But yeah. I think this is not an easy task for for a young no. quarterback who hasn't even played all that well so far. So yeah, I get that. And that's that's what I like. Oregon now. State will be hungry too. Like yeah, though. Brandon, if both of my picks hit and yours don't, the ones that you faded me on, I need you to post a video of you in all your clothes in the shower, just getting rained on telling everybody where you went wrong in your betting life. You know what, what would I do do on a regular basis is uh, I'll sit down in the shower and have the oh, shower yeah. rain upon me. And I'll sit there like I'm plotting the, the revenge for my father's death, like a yeah. samurai movie. Good so man. yeah, I, I can do that. <laughs> Quick right. little insights on, on how I operate as a, my morning routine. I'd love to hear about you in the shower. <laughs> Brooke, uh, where are you my, going here? My $400 pick is Duke plus six. Notre Dame licking their wounds a little bit. And you saw what happened week one when Duke was hungry. Give me the Dukies at home. It's a good place to be. Yeah, I, I don't hate that at all. Because um, what a... 
what a disappointing way to lose a game. And that that's hard to come back from. And, and, and Duke's no easy, no pushover. So bad draw there. Um, if I was going to try to sell you on, on the opposite, I'd say, well, now Notre Dame has to has to win out if they're going to achieve what they want to achieve. And that starts by dialing in against the, the, the Blue Devils here. But, yeah, I, I think that's a good move. I don't yeah, know right, who's store here. The big one, $500. So for my $500 bet, give me Oregon Stanford over 60 and a half. Sixty and a half. Yeah. Reasoning. I think Oregon's going to have no problem scoring. Uh, they they'll probably cover this themselves because Stanford looks so bad in all parts of their team. Um, but the way Oregon plays, some of these like lesser teams, they kind of let these teams kind of stay in a little bit. So I think this is going to be an easy. Um, 61 point cover all right that's a bold move i don't think that oregon like i don't think they'll keep their starters in for very long in that game and it doesn't matter i would oregon's that or stanford's that that bad it doesn't matter if their starters are in or not i mean i feel like with that kind of matchup you're you're kind of banking on oregon to get to like 55 and i'm not too sure that they do that here but i'm confident give it to me let's go I'm awfully tempted to, to fade you there, but, yep, I, yep. but I, I, I already got my $500. I knew it. I was written on my sticky note here, I was so I got literally, it. What Brandon just said was literally racing through everybody's mind right there. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Luke, Brooke, where, where, where are you heading here? I'll go. So my, uh, I'm the sucker for the value of a ranked team that's an underdog at home. So I'll take Ole Miss money line Ooh. over LSU, just for the value there. I mean, Oxford's what do you got to say, Brooke? To My five hundred dollar was LSU minus two and a half. Oh, well, well, oh. well, well, well. Fade the kid, why don't you? <laughs> I I already had it picked out before you said a word about it. That's crazy. And and there is that uh, of course devilish scenario where you both lose. Oh, yep. that would be a tough one. Yeah. Luke's not worried about it. <laughs> not worried about anything. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> so, I did have somewhat of a, a strategy here for my $500 bet. Uh, the fading Tyler's just kind of came in the moment, but I did have here strategies. I wanted to to um, to ride Brooks' $500 bet. Either he's <laughs> won or he's been right there. I, I didn't anticipate this would also be fading Luke, so that part I don't <laughs> feel great about. But, yeah, give me LSU minus 2.5 or whatever Brooke would have picked here. Do you have more thoughts that you could give us, Luke, or you just got a gut feeling there? No, it's more of a gut feeling. Just they're both ranked what? In, what's LSU? 20. 20? Oh, LSU. Yeah, I think they're 12. I don't know. I usually like the home team in those games. Ole Miss kind of laid an egg against Alabama, but I figured that was that was unexpected. Is that game called something? They had like a little rivalry trophy that they passed in that I game. Don't... I wouldn't know. No. no it, but, yeah, that, that's about all I got. Somebody's probably screaming They're at their TV good. right now. Yeah, it's just fucking trophy, you idiots. You guys <laughs> call yourself college football podcast. I mean, I mean come maybe. on. Yeah. Does everybody know every college football rivalry? No way. Well, I do. Yeah? 
We're not doing this right now. Yeah. We're not doing this right now. You don't know fucking shit about dick. I don't. Let me give you a couple other ones I was thinking about real quick here. So, because I wrote them all down. Um, I was thinking <laughs> USC minus 21 and a half is one I saw. Right. Um, but Colorado. that burned me last week. So I decided to stay away. But I really like that. <laughs> Another one was Florida plus one and a half. I hate Florida so much. All right. I do too. I love that Tyler said that because I'm going to bet the house on Kentucky now. Yeah, I would say. I mean, we're, we're acting like I didn't just come off like a, a good week. All right. <laughs> I um, mean, Brandon doesn't have Florida making a bowl game, so I know he's thinking it too. Yeah. I didn't say Florida was going to win. I just have him plus one and a half, dude. By well, I mean, that, two. I mean, that's pretty much a pick Brother. Brother. <laughs> And then uh, the other one I was looking at was Georgia Auburn over 45 and a half. I think 45 and a half is really low for that game. Um, but we see Georgia kind of struggling a little bit against some of these teams um, in terms of like just not being able to score at will. So I was a little nervous about that one, but that one is, is kind of a low over that could, in my mind, easily hit. My other ones were uh... Clemson minus six and a half because Syracuse is that just like last year and every year there's some team where maybe they'll finally win the big game and they have a good half and then they get smoked in the second half. So I think Syracuse will take care of business. And then Oklahoma minus 20 because I don't even remember who they're playing, but the one Iowa them. State. Iowa State. Yeah, yeah, Iowa State's horrible. Oklahoma scores a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only other one I really that jumped out to me was Purdue at home as a pick'em against Illinois. Illinois hasn't looked good against anyone, and I understand Purdue only has one win themselves, but they've kind of they played Fresno State, who's now ranked. They played Wisconsin, who is g- going to end up being pretty good. And what was their third loss? I'm drawing a blank. But they did beat Vatek on the road. I don't – this is just – I don't think Illinois is very good. And you give me Purdue at home with no points, I'm taking that. Yeah, Purdue they did play well against here. Wisconsin. Like some of the – a lot of their plays got called back on the like holding penalties. Um, but their quarterback really has a sense to find the hole and take off for yeah. a bunch of yards. Um, so yeah, I don't hate that at all. Syracuse. Oh, they lost to Syracuse. And Syracuse is another team I think is a good team. Same Nick Wright's alma mater. Well, perfect. I think we had a got a good board here. I mean, I, we're gonna have some winners. That is that is for sure. Whether it's me yeah. or Tyler, I don't know. I don't know who. But there are definitely some go. winners here. Yeah, uh, somebody's pick that I would steal uh, would be. Um, Brandon's Texas minus 16 and a half. I'd probably steal that one. Yeah. Um, or Brandon's <laughs> Oregon State minus three. <laughs> yeah, if I was going to, if there is one I was going to fade, it'd be Tyler's $500 bet. <laughs> I mean, Whatever, if I, dude. yeah, I, I was genuinely <laughs> thinking about it. Like, that's, that's a lot of points. We'll see. We'll see you after this week. We'll it, see. it was just how you delivered it. <laughs> 
You go. I don't know if Stanford's gonna score, but Oregon. I'd fade Brandon's. I'd fade Brandon's. Michigan or uh, Nebraska seventeen. And a half. Yeah, I would too. I I'd feel really good as just a, a general vibe if, if Nebraska could at least cover the spread here, which is sad because I feel like even I even when Nebraska's not been good lately, I feel like well maybe there's a chance, maybe we'll keep it close and finally the luck will turn our. T- I don't feel like that at all. I hope vibes are I dead. Hope. Oh well, Michigan hasn't covered yet, so you're in a good spot. Due. Dang it! You just gave them the do factor. <laughs> yeah, they're due. Oh, <laughs> they're due. <laughs> that has my five hundred. <laughs> yeah, can I get a, an extra thousand dollar bet, please? Yeah. Give me a <laughs> Michigan plus or minus seventeen and a half. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could have Michigan plus seventeen and a half too. Sure. <laughs> well, perfect, fellas. Anything else you guys would like to add while while we while we're here? I love you guys. Um, the Miami Dolphins just scored again. <laughs> I, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, get out of here.